Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off podcast that aims to take the sting out of Loose Units, the normal podcast. Anyway, I'm Paul Verhoeven, that's John Verhoeven, and we are so, so happy to have you here at the end of the week. Dad, I thought I'd start with some good news up the front of the show. Are you ready for it? Paul, I just love good news. In fact, I'm I'm having a news-free zone time thing at the moment. Anyway, Dad, a while ago on the show, I told you about the fact that a friend of mine, Grace, who I used to host stuff with on the ABC, her boyfriend, Aldi, was so inspired by you specifically that he joined the police academy. And I thought she was joking. Turns out she wasn't joking. And he actually graduated from the police academy because of you. Isn't that lovely? It's... I mean, what do you have to say? Do you have anything to say to him? Okay, so it's exciting. Just one sec. I'm sending you a photo now. So Grace sent me this picture of him graduating and it is just so adorable. First of all... Oh, God, what a good style of a bloke. (laughs) Oh, he looks so happy. Yeah, isn't that great? He wears the hat beautifully. Um, Yeah, looks great. Yeah, what a a great uniform. Is that that the Victorian police uniform? It must be. I think it's it's very... pretty sexy. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. Isn't that lovely? Oh, what a lovely couple. Yeah. I hope you post it on our uh, Facebook page because, well, they might not want you i guess if you ask them but it's a bloody good photo i'll ask grace i think it's i think it's a banging photo but listen um do you have anything to say to the the young man who joined the police force specifically because of you definitely don't don't become cynical yeah don't look just be 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 a good policeman be honest be think about the people you're dealing with um you know think about the backstories of which there are numerous you can't you know, when you go home, be it daytime, nighttime, try and switch off, okay? Uh, probably one little thing you can do is leave your uniform at work right. and just kind of get into your civilian clothes, take a deep breath, walk out into that fresh air, be it morning, afternoon or night, and just go, I've, I've done my best and I'm going to go home now and I'm not going to take the job with me because... It can lead to all sorts of dramas in your personal life. Um, You're going to see some pretty shitty things. You could see something so fucked up in in a matter of like it. It's not the sort of job where you join a job and as time goes by, you experience you know more and more things as to the authority that you're given within that position, and the, the sort of the more seen you become, the more things you get to sort of experience. That's not like that in the police force or any emergency service 
on day one, you may, you can't even imagine what you might experience, but you might not experience anything. You might go for weeks and thinking, golly, I did I really sign up for this? But then when you least expect it, something happens. And wow, I hope you uh, enjoy yourself. Congratulations. There you go, Aldi. Well done. Does his family own a German chain of food stores? Look, I'm going to guess not. Hmm. But I mean, if 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 it's I possible. had if look if I had if I had supermarket chain money, I um I don't know if I'd be in the police. No, but... the police is hey whoa, mate. One of Australia's most famous female newsreaders quite oh. a few years ago. Yeah. I'll never ever forget this. Hmm. One night, she mentioned that her father was about to join the New South Wales Police Force. Yeah, and he was. He would have been in his fifties, and he and he just decided on a career change. And Paul, fun fact: I worked with a police officer in Sydney that used to be a scriptwriter for Doctor Who. Okay, really? Yes. So there are all sorts of fascinating people that join all sorts of different types of jobs for different reasons. And if you want a job where you essentially don't want to be bored and you've got no idea what's going to happen on that shift then the police force is a very good option awesome well there's another new police officer in australia and hopefully a very i predict a very good one thanks to you so well done well done aldi and anyone else who wants to join the police force because of dad please let us know send us your graduation photos because good lord it's um it's just lovely news and thanks, Grace, for letting me know about that. That's uh, that's that's really sweet. Dad, you had a story that you told me that you mm. wanted on the show. Yes, and you haven't yes. heard the story. Oh, I don't think so. No, you haven't. Just... Okay. Oh, okay. No, you haven't. All right, shoot. I've been saving it for you. Well, please and, then... And saving it for the listeners. And it's at this point I know that your sphincter oscillates and tightens up. It's, you doing slightly... that it's actually doing that because I'm very, very sick. I, I know right you're now, sick. But... And yeah. congratulations for coming on and doing this show. From the toilet. Or are you wearing a big diaper? As per the last loose ends. Re- wearing, wearing John's big boy nappies <laughs> and marketing so successfully lately. Surprisingly, we haven't been contacted yet. Look, I, I think there's uh, a real market for it. Oh, you know. without a doubt. Um, now, Paul, yep. I did, did sort of in a way last night uh, when you called your lovely mother to say hi. I said something to you in the background. I what do you recall what I said? A hint? Something about a dog? A dog. A German I say, shepherd. Correct. A German yes. shepherd. Now at this juncture you'd have no idea, would you? What I'm about to talk about. Well, a German shepherd? Mm kind of. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. On Sunday mm-hmm. that's the Sunday that's just gone, Christine and I were walking through King's Cross, which is probably a suburb that pretty well everyone should know by now that that's we live in that vicinity and opposite the El Alamein fountain which people can google is a tiny it's one of the tiniest shops I've ever seen it's tinier than some of the shops in Tokyo you with me yeah so you still don't know where this story is going do you good lord tell the story well I am but I'm setting the mood <laughs> yes I know. okay Paul, it's such a good story. All right, well, then tell uh, it. 
I am telling it. Well, you keep interrupting. You? you keep interrupting. Anyway. Paul, this is a story about the working man. It's a story about... It's got pathos. It's got... Paul, it's got everything. Anyway. It doesn't have, it doesn't have any plot yet. Ah, but that's, it's going to evolve. Right. So, there's a tiny, tiny shop. Mm-hmm. And it's very narrow. Yeah. It's got a small sort of window with a little area to display items. Yeah. And there's a door, which is, that's logical. Otherwise, how on earth would you get into the shop? Through the window? The window doesn't open. Oh. It's just a tiny, tiny shop. Yeah. Now, would you like to hazard a guess as to what sort of a shop it is? Um, uh, it's uh, next to a Vietnamese pastry shop, one of the best in Sydney. Sure. Maybe they do coffee? Um, maybe they do. Maybe it's like a tobacconist. Maybe it's a well, this, news agents. Okay, but the shop was closed on a Sunday, right? And get ready for this: mm. closed on the Monday. Okay, so okay. it's closed at least two days a week. Yep. It's a charity shop. It's an op shop. Oh. Run by. Um. Let me think. I can kind of visualize the colors in there logo so it could be what, like uh, an oxfam or something yeah something like that you know yeah, okay. red red cross sort of st vincent de paul but really you know, really really small no but really tiny small. like can you go in you can't go in you can, can go in right but it's just long and thin and narrow and and rather sweet okay mm-hmm. okay we're walking past this tiny tiny shop in king's cross and I look into the display window and I see something that literally stops my heart. And that's a big call. It takes a lot to really grab my attention. What I see, and I think what we should do, Paul, at this juncture is say that at the end of the story, how about I send you an image of this thing mm-hmm. and, and we post it. How's that sound? Great. Okay. Okay. What, do, you, do you want to know what it is? Is it a German Shepherd? Correct. It's a it's a it's a metal German Shepherd, sort of lying as dogs lie on all fours, sort of sideways. And uh, this is sounding a bit weird, but it's on a marble plinth at the front and rear of the dog are two perfect marble spheres around about, uh, let me think, maybe 12 centimetres in diameter. And it's all different coloured marbles and the dog's there and the dog looks bloody sexy. And what this is, Paul and listeners, it's a nineteen late 1920s, early 1930s art deco dog on marble plinth. It's, a, it's an incredibly beautiful amazing and quite valuable piece okay paul yeah you ready for this yeah it had a price tag on it now this thing's i'm 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 going to be very very sort of fair income here and say to the listeners that this piece if it was retailing in an antique shop or antique center it would retail for 2 and a half to 3000 can you guess what the price was couple of hundred? $200. Jesus. 
and I stood there and I just and all sorts of weird things went through my mind like is it a hook is it a ploy Mm. just to get you interested is it ever really going to be sold so then I started to think about various ways of trying to get this dog if it was in fact that price or I mean all my senses told me that it was what it purported to be it definitely had the age because let's face it I've been dealing in antiques for a while so I'm pretty au fait with patina and all that sort of stuff and style sort of the, the style of this particular piece European mind-blowing and I then and there was a really so because it's a tiny tiny shop with a tiny window with us just a, they could only have maybe three items on display in this really weird sort of 1920s shop uh, and there was a believe it or not a really tiny sign but in proportion it was in proportion to the tiny everything else i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And it said, closed Mondays. So I then was strategizing. Now, I didn't want to become obsessed, but you know, Paul, that I do slightly, you know, become slightly obsessive. I can relate. Cool. Yeah. So I, I became, I just, it was, I was on a mission to get this dog. So I sort of planned, <laughs> I came up with strategies. I was even going to co- somehow or other contact this organization on the Monday to say, look, I know that your store, the tiny, tiny store's closed, but blah, blah, blah. Then I thought, no, no, I need to calm down a little bit. On Tuesday morning, I left our place. I arrived outside the shop, and sort of as I'm walking up the hill, I'm feeling slightly anxious because I'm getting, I'm pretty, I'm, what's the word? I'm, you know how you get involved in something? You are not committed, but you are obsessed. No, no, that's Paul. 
that's not the word I was looking for. Um, you are. <laughs> I dad. I get. A, I get oh, deeply Paul. obsessed. As Look, well, it was I just. Get, it was just fantastic. Aside from the fact that it's possibly going to make me some serious money, because that's what I do for a living. And I rock up, and I can see the shop, and I tried to be really cool on the approach to the shop. I was scoping out the street thinking and I was looking at people walking and at this juncture I know people are going, John, you are actually insane, but fair call. And I made my way sort of surreptitiously. I was even trying to work out which, how I should approach the shop. Yeah. I was feeling anxious. I And I get to the shop and guess what? There's no, one, there's no one else there and the dog's still there. Oh, shit. Okay. The dog's just sitting there. Okay. Obviously, because it can't move. And... I stood there for 20 minutes and I, and I looked inside and there were two of the sweetest, I'm assuming they were sweet, the sweetest, kindest, dearest, oldest ladies I've ever seen who are volunteers. One of them, even though it's a really small shop, it took her about 10 minutes to get to the, the door. She opens the door and she says, I'm so sorry, dear, but we don't open till 10. And I, I said, that's great. I didn't tell her why I was there. I was trying to be really cool. And I'm just standing there. And then, in the distance, I see someone that I recognize. Now, I don't know whether this... I'm, I'm going to describe him very badly and use expletives later on in the story. I see this person walking towards me. And he, he has an air about him. And I know what he does for a living... <laughs> He is the manager, possibly even owner of a big antique centre. Oh, and if he sees this, you're done. I'm, I'm ratchet. Although, let's just go back a bit. I'm first there, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. But I can feel the tension. I can feel my vessels going to my heart constricting slightly. And I'm watching this guy and guess what? Wow. He stops at the shop. And he just stands there. And oh, I am so pissed off. Right. And I'm not going to engage with him. He, now I've been in this antique centre more than 20 times. And I've mm. even spoken to him. So I'm like, I have a feeling that he would be looking at me thinking, look, you're a collector. Mm. Maybe. Okay. Then, and I didn't want to say anything to him. Because I knew that I was the first person there. Mm-hmm. When the shop opens at 10 a.m. Yeah. by one of these lovely, lovely old ladies, this prick, and that's I'm putting that on the record and I'm being very fucking mild here, he barges past me, barges past this elderly lady, reaches around into this tiny, tiny display area of this old-fashioned shop and he grabs the dog and he picks it up. And he's totally ignoring me. It is as though he never saw me. Of course, he, he had to get past me to get into the shop. Barges past the, the sweetest old lady who was about, she would have been in her mid-80s. And I'm just standing there. And this is where I began to feel that I understand how wars start. Because I wanted, <laughs> I'm not kidding, Paul. I no, wanted, I know. I wanted to drive his head 
Okay. Through the fucking window. He was so offensive. And Did I... you not consider just cutting him off and going... Up, 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 no, 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 no. Because, Paul, we need this story to evolve. Right. And the price tag on this this beautiful object was $200. Yep. And the sweet lady says to him, I'm so sorry, sir, but this gentleman, pointing to me, yes. was here before you. Justice. And he, yep. and she didn't know, and really nor did he, they didn't know why I was going to go into the shop. Yep. I'd kept that to myself, but that's irrelevant. The fact is, I'm the first customer. Yep. And I said to the this prick, I said, I was here, I've been here for at least 20 minutes prior to you arriving. He then says to the lovely lady, there were two ladies, he said to one of the ladies, I'll give you 500 cash for the dog. And I felt sick. I was depressed momentarily because I thought this is going to turn into an auction, a Dutch auction which I wouldn't participate in. And the lovely lady says, I'm so sorry, sir, but this gentleman was here before you and we have no choice but to charge him the price that is marked. Yes! $200. This guy was absolutely ropeable. He could hardly even put the dog down. And as I move towards him, and I'm kind of a fair bit taller than him, but he's built like a sort of a... I'm just wondering whether I should describe him the way... No, I, don't. Don't describe Don't describe his appearance. Yeah, anyway. Don't burn bridges. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's a, bit, a bridge worth blowing up, I can tell you. Dad, you, you're a bridge burner, Yeah, I can but tell. this guy, mate. Anyway, so... Yeah. I take... I basically snatch the dog out of his... I was going to say out of his paws. Um, and he pisses off. And he... As he's leaving... Get ready for this. He yep. turns back to me and the two women... Mm-hmm. And he says to them, isn't this a charity? He said, surely that extra money goes to charity. So what's the problem? And he's just ranting. And he's, he knows he's going down the, the shit shoot, you know. And then he just left. The should have offered late, to sell it to him for five, Dad, you should have offered to sell it to him for 5K on the spot. Look, you know, I'm just... <laughs> it was just terrible. So the lovely ladies were, were mildly traumatised. They were shaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm now going to to explain to the, the lovely listeners um, for, for reasons unknown to me apart from my mental state because I was, I was unhinged a little bit. I then... It wasn't just enough for me and I, I, I paid with my credit card and the sweet lady said, this is our first sale of the day. Mm-hmm. They're really excited. And they're volunteers. And I then kind of... You know, in life, you sometimes do something that you look back on and think, I didn't really need to say what I'm about to tell you that I said, but I, mm. for some reason or other, I just, I should have just stopped there. <clears throat> they got me the most beautiful bag for this dog. <clears throat> and then for some weird reason, and I'm mildly ashamed um, of myself, and you can cut this out if you feel you want to, but I'll just tell you what I said. I said, look, <laughs> I feel so bad. I said, this is a a present for my wife. I said, uh, we just lost our dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, I said our dog just passed away. And why they, would you say, why I don't would you know. Lie? I, 
Paul, that's a strong word. And no, it's not. It's a fucking lie. Okay, then. Um, that's a strong word. You've got some fucking nerve. Paul, then uh, they said, oh, what was the name of the dog? <laughs> so I, I know, you know, we've had a lot of dogs, Paul. A lot. And I called forth from the past one of the names of the dogs. I said it was called Reg. Oh, dear. Anyway. Damn it. So the thing is that I walked away with the dog um, and I was happy. Well, of course you were happy. You had a tribute to your recently passed dog, Reg. Which was a dog that did die, and although it was a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. But anyway... So, that's the story. And that beautiful statue that I will send you a photograph of, and hopefully you'll post it, is going to be coming up for sale at one of Sydney's leading auction houses. Because when I took it to them, they were very excited. Right, so, so it's, if, it's, you, it's, yeah. if you want to... If you want to buy the dog from this, <laughs> this story in which you had the moral high ground until the very end when mm. you lied to a bunch of charity shop workers. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know why I said it, but it's I really did. Weird. I it's put really, it out there. That's yeah, weird. I know. It's odd. What is it that compels people to do that? Especially seeing that is that maybe it was some sort of post-conflict endorphin oh, rush. I, and you I agree. To, no, that's, you know? that's a good call, Paul. Because I was. Um, I, I have been fantasizing about going down to this particular very big antique center and yeah. basically walking in when he's got lots of people around him and telling him. Mm. And I actually, here's, a, here's an aside to this story. And I was very proud of myself because when I booked this piece into an auction house in Sydney yesterday, one of the dealers who is in that same antique center was standing opposite me picking up some stuff he'd bought at the last week's auction. And I was, and he's a very nice person, and I, and I, I know his face really well. And the staff at this particular auction house, you know, said he's a wonderful guy. And I came so close, and I was very proud of myself because I wanted to tell this guy the story. Well, now uh, but I didn't. But I didn't. Well, yeah, but now you've told the story on a very popular podcast, mm. so. I suspect everyone involved will soon know what's going on in your life and what kind of a person you really are. But you got the dog and that's what counts. And I'll send you a photo of it. I really do want to see the dog. I think it sounds great. Well, I mean, it's going to make me emotional because obviously, you know, your dog just died and I'm very emotionally attached to Reg. Yeah, but I mean, that's technically or factually correct. Every part of that story, it's just the time I know. thing. But I know. I'll send you a photo right now. And Paul, I'd like your reaction on air. I'm sending you and I would like your reaction... I've sent it through now. Okay. Get ready for this. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely pick-upable. Okay. Yeah. I can see how, how a smug son of a whatever could fit that under his arm and waltz out with it. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's Stunning. It's very, yeah, it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. So there you go. Well, I'm glad it all uh, panned out well for you, Dad. And, you know, I'm really sorry about the dog. Uh, the real one, not the fake one. Although at this point, it's also tangled. I can't even keep track. Well, look, that's all the time we have for this week's very confusing episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend, everyone. And we will see you bright and early next week for more Loose Units. Bye-bye. Cheerio. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.